What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to episode 62 of Beer in Front. I thank everyone for listening. I have a good show lined up for you today. I chatted with Michael J. Mayone from the Micro Break podcast. I'll have that interview coming up, and you should definitely check out his show once you're done with mine. Uh, into the holiday newsletter portion. All right. I've been on vacation the last nine days. So today's my final day. Tomorrow, the alarm clock is set for 3.30 in the morning. Not looking forward to that. Couldn't really do much on vacation. My mother had some health issues of her own. She's fine. Everything is good there, but a lot of running around back and forth to the hospital where she was at to now she's home, running to the home, you know, just trying to be a good son, you know, install her air conditioner for her, run to the store, things like that. And I always talk about I'm proud that I live in the city of Chicago. But the one good thing about the suburbs is they have Caputo's, which is a great market produce. They have everything at Caputo's. We need Caputo's in the city. Where when I went there, you know, my mom just asked me to pick up some, you know, fruit for her. They have San Marzano tomatoes, huge display of them on sale. I grabbed some. I made some homemade sauce totally from scratch. First time I've ever done that. You know, normally I make sauce all the time, but you buy a can of crushed tomatoes, so on and so forth. But these were... Fresh tomatoes, imported San Marzano, excellent. Maybe I should have a cooking with Dave portion of the podcast after I talk about the beer. But the sauce came out phenomenal. I'll definitely be having to go back to Caputo's to pick up some stuff. And this weekend coming up on Sunday the 30th will be my birthday. So I'm looking forward to a good birthday weekend. I'm sure I'll have some good beer to talk about on next week's show, but I'm not patting myself on the back by any stretch of the imagination. I think at my best, I look average, maybe a tick above average if the moon is in the right location. But I'm looking and I'm going to be 54. And just looking at things, I will now be older than Marlon Brando was when he filmed The Godfather. I'm older than Abe Vigoda was when he filmed The Godfather. And I'm the same age as Abe Vigoda was when he played Fish on Barney Miller. 
I'm older than Wilford Brimley was when he filmed Cocoon, so I either look spectacular for 54, or those guys didn't look good at all. All right, there's a good show coming up now. After the break, I'll have my interview with Michael J. Mayone from the Micro Break Podcast, and I'll discuss my beer in front, which will be Anchor's Liberty Ale. And welcome back to Beer in Front. I'm very happy to have on Michael J. Mayone from the fabulous Micro Break Podcast. Michael, welcome and thank you. How's everything today? Dave, everything is amazing. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Ah, and you're from the great state of New Jersey. So what are things like in New Jersey right now? <laughs> Everybody's laughing now. Your audience is cracking up. <laughs> great. He said great. <laughs> Actually, you know, when you live here and you grow up here, uh, things are wonderful. They absolutely are. You can't wait to get back home. I travel all over the country for my job, or I did before COVID, and I'm certainly uh, be back again eventually. The uh, the coming home to New Jersey is just something you have to appreciate by being born here. It's okay. just the mentality that we have. So it's fine. It's great. If you can afford it, move to Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've been doing your podcast, the Micro Break Podcast, since what, last August, if I wrote my yep. notes down correctly? Yes, you did. It was August of 2020. Uh, some crazy notion that I was going to start a podcast and I don't even remember how it started. I do remember seeing anchor and that anchor hosts your podcast. This is not a plug for anchor, but it kind of is too. So, and, uh, it was free and I said, well, free is for me. And I started on my phone and I was doing my episodes in the car during my lunch hour. And then all of a sudden I decided to take it to the next level. Now for people that don't listen to your show. And if you don't, there's something wrong with you. Can you tell people that are listening that aren't familiar with your show, tell everyone about the Micro Break podcast? So I'll do, I'll try to do it fast because the show itself is actually pretty fast. All episodes are under 15 minutes. And my tagline is, it's a podcast for humans with the attention span of a goldfish. I learned that a goldfish has a very short attention span. So I like people to get in, get educated a little bit, get entertained and then get out. In the beginning, it wasn't so much entertainment as it is now. I decided to let my full personality out of the bag. So I am a bit of a nerd. I'm a bit of a goofball. I'm a retro buff. I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, so I have a lot to say. So it's going to be about retro. It's going to be about those good times when things were easier in life. And then uh, it's just going to be about me and my life and a lot of my personal experiences, kind of all twisted up in under 15 minutes an episode released each and every Sunday. Now, listening to your shows, I see that we both have a lot of things in common. We're both born a year apart. I think we were both, if I remember right, were you hit by a car in 81? Because I was. <laughs> Yes, I was. I yes. was hit by a car in 81 as well. Wow. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're uh, yeah, we're accident buddies. Um, yeah. Accident brothers. Yes, I was hit by a car in 81. I mentioned it in my 1981 episode. Actually, was the previous episode last mm -hmm. Sunday that release. And I talk about that going to uh, the bowling alley in a, in a city in New Jersey. 101 lanes. And they had an arcade. And I had a wad of change in my pocket. And a nun blew the traffic light at 50 or 60 miles an hour and knocked me down. Now, if I was in front of the car, I would have been dead. We wouldn't be here talking. Yeah, no, I was hit by a 79 Lincoln and 
those were big and that hurts. Yeah. Wow. 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 So did you break anything? Both bones in my lower leg landed on my head. I have a little scar on my lip, you know, everything healed. So we're fine, but. Well, was, uh, I wouldn't go. Nice start far. to my high school career. On your head. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> well, you know, I compound fractured my wrist. That's pretty nasty. I don't want to scare your audience away. But let's just yeah. say when there's the, the word compound, that means penetration of the skin. And we'll leave it at that. Yeah. So yeah. what are you drinking? I see you sipping on something here. What, uh, what are you drinking today? Well, full disclosure, I had one beforehand to make sure that it was the beer of choice for today. And I am drinking a Salt and Sea Flying Fish Brewing Company. So let me tell you a little bit about the beer as I open it, because this is a fresh one. And I wanted to get see if I can capture that sound. And my fingers don't open beer because I'm a nervous person. I bite my nail. So hang on. I'm going to open it. If Another thing we have in common. open it with a back scratcher. Yeah. <laughs> so, too bad it's not video. video. Hang on. Let's get the rest. There you of go. You're a pro. There it is. So Salt and Sea is a session sour ale brewed with strawberry and lime. And yes, it does have just a dab of sea salt. And I'll read the side of the label because I, I like to read the side of the label. Memories are made by the sea, and this session sour is inspired by evenings on the boardwalk, enticing aromas of strawberry and lime invoke hints of saltwater taffy, providing a souvenir twist to this unique style. Now, being in New Jersey, and just probably 20 minutes from the closest boardwalk where I live, this is right up my alley, and Flying Fish is actually located in New Jersey. Very nice. Yeah. I am having, which is right down the street from me, a beer called It Pours. This is an IPA from Half Acre in cahoots with the Morton Salt Company. And on the label itself, it has the Morton Salt umbrella and salt. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And this That's is pretty cool. interesting. Yeah. So Morton Salt is the official salt that's being used in the beer. It's like a co-branded thing in cahoots, you said. Correct. Yes, it's co-branded. Morton Salt is a Chicago company. And so, yes, this is, they're done together. The Morton Salt logo, the Morton Salt, it's right on the label. It's an IPA. There's no getting around that. It's uh, an IPA? Yes, and it's an IPA. You would think it would be a goza or something or like that or a sour. Yeah, there's a little saltiness to it, and it's good. It it works. Wow. This is actually incredibly smooth, not as sour as some, and uh, the alcohol content is is very subtle. At four point three, that's a joke, joke compared yeah. to the whiskeys I drink. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of off whiskey right now, Dave. So <laughs> I had a had a running, I had a, a a little bit of a run with some some whiskey a few weeks ago, and I, I christened my vehicle. Not not, but I didn't crash my car. I threw up on the bumper. But anyhow, we'll save that for another episode. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the whiskey in front episode. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Now, like when your first, when your show came out, like I noticed you were putting them out almost every day or a few times a week. They were a lot shorter. Is the yeah. format you have now, is this like, do you feel you're hitting your stride? You're doing it weekly. Like your current series, the eighties, which I really like as I'm the same age. So I grew up remembering the same things. Do yep. you think you've hit your stride? This is what you're going to be doing? I think so. I don't think that with a name like Micro Break, you can really 
do a long drawn out episode. And what I have noticed is when I when I release the episode, I, I like to stick to the subject that's in the title and I stay on point and there's time to to stab in my my wisdom, my humor, my experience and whatever. But I there's no rambling. And I think when you have a two person show, you tend to need more time because there is a pause between back and forth. And there's two different personalities that need to work together. And I think that would be tough to do in a 15 minute episode, but as a solo host, yes, I think 15 minutes is my sweet spot. You are hundred percent correct. They were like three minutes, six minutes, five minutes, whatever was on my mind. Let's make it an episode and send it out there. But uh, no, it got a little out of hand and it was sloppy and it was unprofessional in the beginning though. Though some of my biggest plays are my very, very first episodes, maybe because they've been out the longest. I don't know. But 15 minutes is definitely my uh, my sweet spot, though. Sometimes I will admit that I wish I could do longer ones, maybe in the future. Maybe we'll do a Patreon where I literally ramble for an hour. And if anybody wants to pay to hear that, I mean, my wife can't escape that. Yeah. <laughs> You have to pay her to listen to you for an hour. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, you are a smart man. Yeah, got to be the Chicago air. Yeah, it must have been when I landed on my head after I got hit by the car. That's it. That's what it yeah. is. Yeah, Lincoln didn't have a chance. No, having another sip, and actually, the glass of you could see give a shout out to our mutual friend, the Beard oh, Ale Podcast. Absolutely, I to drink out Love of that glass. Guys. Yeah. Love those guys. Was on their show not that long ago plan on having them on my show eventually they're so busy and uh we had a great time and a lot of laughing it was definitely not a pc show so if you're a politically correct person do not tune in because uh, I, I i poked fun i we talked about bar mitzvahs and when i was a dj and we were just i think i had her in tears <laughs> that was a good episode i definitely listened to that i listened to them i listen to your show all the time beard ale is one of the few that I listen to religiously every, every week. And it's cool. And you are, you are, uh, I will pay a little homage to you. You definitely promote the podcast that you enjoy and that you appreciate. You're very respectable of them. You uh, follow them on Twitter and you retweet their episodes. And, and I try to do the same thing whenever possible. It's very respectable. And, and, and I truly appreciate it because you do it for me all the time. And I really like that. And that's why I wanted to be on your show. Thank you. Yes, we're kind of all in this together. Now, listening to your shows, I mean, you've got a pretty fascinating background. You are, you're a musician. You're a producer. Can you give people a little info about that? Yeah. And, and always at the indie level, and I want to, you know, make that clear as with the podcast, my music career uh, never left the indie level. I was uh, partnered up with a manager and I produced music for a variety of different artists and some were commercial artists, to be perfectly honest with you. I worked with uh, (laughs) some of the people, I don't remember their names anymore because uh, I don't, there was a lot of the beers in front of me. Let's just say it was a keg <laughs> in front of me at the time. So, but I did work with, uh, I worked a little bit with some of the eighties bands, uh, white snake might ring a bell. Uh, one of the metal bands from back in the day, I worked with uh, chubby checker. I worked with, uh, with a girl with the last name Haley. Her grandfather was Bill Haley from Bill Haley in the Comets. So these are some of the more popular names, uh, but a lot of independent artists, uh, Different people from various uh, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, 
uh, even uh, somewhere out west flew in and sang a song. And I was writing and producing music on a variety of instruments. And we were really looking to, you know, make something big out of some of this music. But uh, the long and short of it is uh, the management person slash team that I work with kind of went on a hiatus, had a nervous breakdown. And then when they resurfaced three months later, they were working for another company with boy bands. Very strange story, but I could never really get the career off again. So I started scoring films and I started doing independent productions for TV, for uh, I was remixing music for for music videos for other people's music i was remixing their songs uh i just used my software my hardware and, and my talents in any which way plus i was a dj the whole time for 20 years professionally uh not so much on the radio except for maybe rsu in new brunswick new jersey but that, again very indie weddings and bar mitzvahs and you know melvin had to get out on the dance floor that's another beard, beard owl uh, reference. <laughs> Melvin, get on the dance floor. See, that that lady's voice is in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a lot of different stuff. Plus, I'm a musician. I mean, primarily, I play guitar. I write and I sing. I, I, I like to even say that my singing voice is my first voice. Though, on my podcast, folks, when you listen and you hear me trying to sing other songs, I'm being goofy. Please understand, I sing a tad better. At least, that's what they tell me. And I also play the blues harp, Chicago style, Dave. Very good. Yes. So we should have had you bring out the harp. Oh, that's not a problem. They're right behind me here in my studio. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, we'll have to talk off of this, maybe do a, a harp intro or something. I could change that yeah. chintzy intro that I have. We can yeah, go, if I uh, screw it up. I have, I'll, yeah. At least you'll give me a chance to redo it until you get yeah. on it. Like, <laughs> good. <laughs> well, Michael. I thank you for coming on. It's the Micro Break Podcast. Is it available everywhere, Michael? Where where can people find you? Well, if you act now, it's just nineteen ninety five, and that's right. You get not only one Micro Break episode, but two. But that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's available everywhere. Podcasts can be listened to. And if you say it's not on your platform, what the hell is your platform? Yeah. <laughs> hey, can I use your word? I got to use your word one time. Call Listen. it out. Don't be a jagoff. Subscribe right now and follow the podcast you're listening to right now, which is Beer in Front. And also, don't be a jagoff and follow me, Micro Break. And you can find me actually on Twitter if you want to leave me a message or converse with me directly. You know I'm very good at interacting with folks. I always answer the messages, and that's micro underscore break. Easy, easy cheesy. There you go. Michael, thank you again, sir. And we will talk to you down the road. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it being on. Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space, so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co, P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to include my podcast, Beer in Front, in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. All right, the beer that's in front of me today is Liberty Ale from the Anchor Brewing Company in San Francisco. 
Liberty Ale was first brewed back in 1975. And at the time, I don't think anyone was using Cascade hops, or if they were, it was minimal. So they were using Cascade hops back in 75. And this, now granted, I was seven years old, but I can only assume this was revolutionary when people were drinking this back in 75. Like, what is this? I mean, this was the first modern IPA brewed in the United States since Prohibition. This was truly a revolutionary beer that, you know, set the table for everything that's followed from the new Albion to Ken Grossman at Sierra Nevada. Every place else, you know, any other IPA that you've had, you have to either credit or you have to blame, if you're not an IPA fan, Anchor and Fritz Maytag at Anchor for coming up with Liberty Yale. So enough talking about this. Let me crack this one open. Oh, the Liberty Ale is a nice color to it. It's a beautiful reddish golden color. The aroma for me is mostly malt. I'm not getting any of the Cascade hops here. Oh, yeah. God, I haven't had this in a hundred years. This is really still good. I get a lot of the malt up front. Mostly malt here. The de the bitterness hits you at the end, at the back of your tongue. <clears throat> this is still... A, it's a good beer. And in fairness to this, I don't like this one as much as I thought I would. But this is also, I'm looking at the can, and this was packaged in October, so it's not exactly the freshest that it can be. And I think that's a, a problem with Anchor. It's no longer the sexy new brewery that's out there. And, you know, you can find them in your just your chain grocery stores, things like that. So I think that freshness could be a problem where I don't get a lot of the hop flavor, the hop aroma that I might have had if this was fresher. But, you know, you can only find them at certain, you know, like I said, at your normal chain grocery store. So, you know, how fresh are they going to be? I would like to try this again where, you know, it's not, what, seven months old. This does have really good carbonation, has a nice finish to it. Like I said, the finish is a little, you get that little bitterness at the end, but it's not horrible. It's not overpowering. <clears throat> yeah, this could be better. And I think it would be if it was not seven months old. Uh, Anchor Liberty is a 5.9% alcohol by volume. It's listed at 47 IBUs. And frankly, you know, like I said, I wish this 
was not seven months old. This was fresh. Uh, I don't think it's really fair to, you know, base everything on this tasting right now. I've had this before, and I really liked it. So, you know, if you see it out there and it's a little bit younger than seven months old, I'd pick it up and try. And if I see it again, I definitely will, you know, provided it's younger than I am. All right, that's the beer in front today. Liberty Ale from Anchor. Oh, there were a couple of them this week, so let's get right down to your Jagoffs of the Week. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy had a new campaign ad or a new ad where he's sitting at the kitchen table polishing his gun and saying that, you know, he believes in love, but, you know, if that doesn't work out, you better have a handgun. And, of course, you know, the NRA has to, you know, tweet this out. Oh, this is going to trigger the libs. Yeah, it's going to trigger the libs. You know why it triggered the libs? Because Senator Kennedy misspelled the word believe. In his own ad, he spelled it B-E-L-I-V-E. Yes, I believe that love I believe. Listen to share. It's not do you believe in life after love. It's believe. Listen to when all else fails, Senator Kennedy. Listen to share. Jag off. Believe. You know, I said a couple weeks ago that I'm gonna try to branch out and not use the same people as jagoffs, but they just make it so easy. Texas lawmakers have a Jagoff of the week two for this week. First, they passed a bill that's going to allow people to carry handguns with no training, no background check, no license, and it's now going to head to Governor Abbott, who's going to sign it. So let's see, just any Jamoke can come in, get a handgun, and you're going to be allowed to carry a handgun. And let's see when the next school shooting is going to start. Jagoffs. And yes, the political party of the blue collar, the Republicans, the Texas Senate approved a bill that would ban cities and counties from requiring businesses to provide paid sick time, predictable work schedules, and some other employee benefits like water breaks if you're a construction worker. Yes, if you're a construction worker, in the Texas heat, the Texas Senate is going to ban, not ban, because it's still up to the employers to do whatever, but you will not be required to have a water break. So yes, the party of the blue collar, if you believe it or not, don't worry about your schedule. The company can just do whatever you want. Don't worry about sick time. Jesus will heal you, I guess. So, yes, the Texas lawmakers, you are all jagoffs. Ron DeSantis, you know, he's against big tech. Big tech, you know, took away Trump's platform, but let Ayatollah Khomeini talk about killing Jews. Hey, Ron, the Ayatollah has been dead for over 30 years. I don't think Twitter was around back in 1989 when he died. Jagoff. Earlier this spring, there was a big scandal involving the Loretto Hospital. It's a West Side facility that was skirting 
vaccination issues and protocols and all of that. Great article, great journalist Kelly Bauer from the Block Club Chicago wrote that this hospital had a powerful champion, Democratic Illinois Senate Majority Leader Kimberly Lightford. Now, she received trips to the Caribbean, campaign donations, and cash through the hospital. Kimberly, you're a jag-off. Marjorie Taylor Greene said something so stupid that even Ben Shapiro called her out. Marjorie said, and she tweeted, so these are her words, vaccinated employees should get a vaccination logo just like the Nazis forced Jewish people to wear a gold star. Marjorie, there's another word besides jagoff that I would use, but I'm not going to. Even Ben Shapiro called you out and said that this is demented nonsense. Marjorie, you're a jagoff. Who the hell would hire Kevin Spacey to act in a film? The producer of a new film called The Man Who Drew God, that he would hire Kevin. He hired him to star in his new movie. Not star, he hired him to portray a role in this new movie, and said that the sexual misconduct allegations against the actor are not a concern when it came to his casting. Well, they fucking should have been. Jag off. You know, there's always an argument that college athletes should not be paid. The SEC sent $23 million to each of its 14 schools to make up for losses because of COVID. Now, let me see. I am a high school dropout, so I didn't do well in math. So 23 times 14, that's a lot of money. You can afford to spend $322 million like this is change you found underneath the sofa cushions, but you don't want to pay the athletes. Your jagoffs. Failed, Repu- uh, I'm sorry, failed Democratic presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard is calling out Lori Lightfoot and saying that her blatant anti-white racism is abhorrent. Listen, Tulsi, I don't like Mayor Lightfoot any more than you do or any more than anyone else, but you stick to your own little corner of the world and you leave calling out Lori Lightfoot to the Chicagoans. Stay away. Stay in Hawaii. Jag off. But speaking of Lori, now today, I'm recording this on Wednesday, the 26th. Today, she decides that she wants to pass through a bill or an ordinance that would prohibit, like, not grocery stores, but prohibit any place that's not a bar, like your uh, packaged goods stores things like that, from selling alcohol after 10 p.m. This came through last year because of COVID and to stop congregation around, you know, places. And people weren't happy about it, but they accepted it for, like, health reasons. But now why, once everything is opening up again, do you want to just, like, sneak this through? Now, the city council today tabled this, and they'll look more into it. But why do you want to like just jam this through now? The little places that aren't your chain liquor stores, things like that, they get their money once these places are closed. So you're just taking away money from small business. I'm sorry, Lori. I don't agree with it. 
I think you're a jagoff, and I think you're a one-term mayor. Wyoming House GOP candidate Anthony Bouchard. Now, he says that he impregnated a 14-year-old when he was 18. She was a little younger than me, so it's kind of like a Romeo and Juliet story. No, Anthony, it's a statutory rape story. Jag off. Rand Paul. Now, he received a suspicious package in the mail, and he's blaming Richard Marks for the suspicious package. On Sunday, Richard Marks tweeted that he would buy drinks for Rand Paul's neighbor who tackled him a couple of years ago. And then on Monday, this suspicious package arrived. And this package is Richard Marx's fault. Hey, Rand, first of all, you're never getting mail in one day from a Sunday to a Monday. So let's just get that out of the way right now. If you could get mail in one day, God bless you. So don't be blaming Richard Marx for this. Your argument don't mean nothing. Jag off. Oh, my friend Rod J from Rod J's Beer Ventures tweeted out the other day that Ohio man stole 14 cases of Bud Light from a local Kroger grocery store. And then, let's see, who can I blame for this? Can I blame Antifa? No, no, I can't blame Antifa for this. Let's see, let's see. Uh, BLM. It's BLM. No, no, I can't blame them for this. I'm going to blame my wife. Dude, you should have just went with Antifa. Never blame your wife. Dude, that's a rookie mistake. Don't. So not only are you in trouble for stealing 14 cases of beer from your Kroger, now you have to come home or you need your wife to bail you out. And then your wife's going to say, wait, wait, wait. You blamed who for this? Dude, dude, you're a jack off. And it's hard to top that. That should be right there. This Jamoke should be the jag off of the week. But the real jag off of the week is me. Now, yesterday, I had an interview with Phil Muscatello. Now, he hosts a couple of podcasts, and he's from Sydney, Australia. So that will come up on next week's show. But I was speaking to him I should have had Phil call out a jagoff. How did I not think of have? How couldn't I? Why didn't I think to have an Australian call someone a jagoff? That's I'm a jagoff for that. All right, that's going to wrap things up for episode 62 of Beer in Front. I do thank you again for listening. I want to thank out Michael J. Mayone from the Micro Break Podcast. Please check him out. Next week's show is a good one as well. I'm going to talk to Phil Muscatello. He has the Stocks for Beginners and Shares for Beginners podcast. And he'll also talk about a couple Sydney breweries that he enjoys a lot. So that'll come up next week. Once again, thank you for listening to episode 62, and I will see you down the road.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.